1: Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish
2: and Flick, everyone. Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 260 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And this episode is sponsored by Marissa from the Vegan Next Door podcast. Thank you, Marissa. Marissa. Thank, you, Thank Marissa. you, Go check out their podcast.
0: Today,
2: Woo-woo. we will be discussing part two of three parts of chapter <laughs> 20 of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Lord Voldemort's Request. So make sure that you have read that chapter and you're ready to scoot, scoot, fuzzy your way through <laughs> the details. <laughs> Before we begin, let's go to Megan with some weekly props.
3: Okay, I'm going to try to keep this a decent length. I do think that actually maybe me and you should record a bonus episode where we talk about, like, Cursed Child and the meetups and all that kind of stuff. But right. for, sure. for sure.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, but we just wanted to, first of all, give a huge thank you and shout out to everybody who came to one of our meetups last week throughout um, the Pacific Northwest and San Francisco. Um, it was so much fun we got to meet so many more of you than i ever expected that we would and i loved every second of it i loved going to bookstores with you guys i loved (laughs) dude shout out to our friends in vancouver who literally just like walked the city with us you guys were true (laughs) troopers um introduced us to some pretty sweet stores Yeah, and got Canadian Kit Kats and it was a blast. Um, Yeah, no, like seriously, just thank you guys so much. It was so much fun. Um, I have come home with many a book's. I heard. From all of these, I meetings. heard. Okay, that listen.
2: Catherine was not pleased. <laughs> uh, no,
3: it's fine. Sarah came this home with funny. a handful of books as well. Okay,
1: okay. We all got
3: books. <laughs> I even got a book for Alana and James, and I got we got books for Tiff. I got a book for my mom. I got a book for my dad. It's just a, it was just a trip filled with books, which actually, I was thinking it would be kind of fun to do a, like, little haul TikTok um, oh, on Swish's idea. TikTok, so be yeah, on the lookout for that. I'm going to try my best to do one of those trendy-looking book-talk-talks. Uh, oh, where they,
2: like, flip the book <laughs> yeah. and then, like, Ooh. pull it back and fold it up? Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll see. And they, like, fan
3: the pages. Yeah, we'll see if I, I, I love can do it.
2: it. You can do uh, it. We'll see. Yeah, you can do it.
3: Um... So, yeah, anyway, just like shout out to everybody. It was so much fun. Like, seriously, so good to meet everybody. Katie, I feel like you didn't say anything.
4: You said it all for me, but truly, I mean, it was like awesome meeting everyone. Thank you for dealing with uh, me and my awkward self. I had a wonderful time. Um, I told this story three times. This will be a third time telling this today. But yes, it was a super book trip and we were in the airport to come home and we got through security and we're walking and we passed a gift shop and Meg goes "Oh, I need that." And it was another book on the way home in the airport and she bought it and I was like Meg there's no room in our bag. She said, I'll figure it out. I found room. And she found room, I'm so Sure
3: you did. She was trying to shove it into a spot that it wasn't going to fit and I was like, "Katie, you're going to bend the pages on that book, and I'm going to be very upset. And I had to ask her five times to just give it to me before she finally gave in, and she did bend the corner, so.
4: I'm very sorry. Just saying. The I was trying to help
3: us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the honestly, Oregon might be the most beautiful place in the U.S. that I've ever been to. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I cannot wait to go back. I'm so mad because on our flight home, um, we are, you know, airlines always overbook flights, right? They always do. Well, first of all, I've never understood why you would ever overbook a flight to Orlando. Because let me tell you, every person who is going to Orlando is going to show up for that dang flight. Because do you want to rearrange your Walt Disney World vacation? No. No. You're going to go. You're going to show up to the flight. Don't overbook flights to Orlando. But anyway, anyway, yeah. our flight's overbooked by 12 people. OK, which seems like a crazy amount. But anyway. Yeah. Um, So our flight's overbooked by 12 people. And initially I got an email saying, hey, get $350 in flight credit by choosing a different flight. And we were like, mm, no. And then uh, we're at the airport and they're like, Hey guys, we have a flight that takes off at the exact same time but lands in Tampa. We need seven of you and we'll offer you a thousand dollars in credit. And I was like, Oh, but how are we gonna get from Tampa to Orlando? Like, problematic. I don't want to pay for that Uber, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, then a couple minutes later. They're like, oh, and we'll pay for a lift from the Tampa airport to the Orlando airport, and I was like, Kate, it'd be real dumb if we didn't do this, wouldn't it? And then literally the second we decided that we were gonna do it, they were like, okay, we have enough people, and I was like, oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, <was sighs> <like, laughs> that was like,
4: that's like a first
3: class round trip flight back out to the Pacific Northwest. We should have done it. Oh man, it's all right. But anyway, we did get to see the condensed cursed child. Um, I liked it, but I like the two-parter better, in my opinion. Same. I mean, um, but it's we just will... more detailed. Yeah, they they cut out a lot of stuff that I missed. It's like if you didn't know it wasn't there, obviously you wouldn't miss it. But like if you know it's there, it's kind of sad.
4: If you know, you know. <laughs> you know?
3: Um Yeah, but we will talk more about that on a bonus episode um, coming out soon. But yeah, the production in San Francisco ended last week. So like we literally got to see it the last week. Um, But yeah, I'm glad that we got I'm glad that we saw it. Me too. Me too. That theater was freaking hot. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was was really hot. Really? (laughs) But yeah, I think it's just like AC is not. Really needed that much out there, so they were just like no AC. Except but when was, we were there, it was unseasonably warm. So, yeah, it didn't feel great, but it's fine. It was good. I'm glad. But I'm glad that we saw it, though.
4: No one had a nosebleed.
3: No nosebleeds to, to be seen.
2: I was so. going to say, did anybody bleed? <laughs> no. That's <laughs> not a good no. show. If nobody bleeds,
3: why <laughs> am I like
4: this? Um, so but yeah, truly, Swishers, you're amazing, and thank you for trekking yeah. out to hang out because it was a really good time.
2: It was. We'll have to see and if we can you. get like an Orlando meetup like next summer or something when I don't. Yeah, have a small baby,
3: that would be fun for sure, and maybe like a Cleveland one.
2: That'd, why don't we ever really... We've I done don't I know. I know. I know. I know. What are maybe. we doing? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> maybe we'll do that. Yeah, why not? That'd yeah. Be, well, I guess Kent is kind of like one. True. But, uh,
3: yeah, yeah. Maybe we, we should do. go
2: do a Dallas meetup. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, okay. Make sure that you follow us on your preferred podcast listening Yeah, I don't know why I thought I said that wrong. Okay, your preferred podcast listening platform and share this episode with your friends because if you like us, then they will too. Hopefully, at least. Maybe. I don't know. You tell us. (laughs) Subscribe to our channel on YouTube at Swish and Flick Podcast and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Swish Flick Cast. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Swish Supporting our podcast keeps us going and it gives you access to our exclusive Felix Files episodes, our Discord channel, our live recordings, our trivia games, our Swish Swag boxes, and more. Thank you all so much for your support. We literally couldn't do this without you. Yes. We are always, always accepting Potter stories to our email or any fun things, questions, or concerns. And if you would like to send those, you can do so to swishflickcast at gmail.com.
2: Thank you. Mm -hmm. Also, I have a request of listeners because Swish swag boxes are essentially for you, right? Mm -hmm. Of course. I love the merch as well. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But if you have um say it's a a running joke that we have and you want that to be the theme of the next box or if you just have like a general like bookish idea that could be the next box or anything within the realm of Harry Potter that we could theme around that could be the the next box um i'm getting some private messages that maybe bread should be a theme i don't know about this <laughs>
3: I know, we like it's done. like it's funny in theory, but like genuinely, like what could we make? A I'm just gonna send box. everybody. A I'm loaf. gonna
2: send you some yeast. We're gonna get something going. (laughs) I'm gonna send you literal stalks of wheat.
4: (laughs) Everyone gets a bag of flour.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you just want basically that could be difficult for international.
4: (laughs) True, very true.
2: But honestly, like stuff like that, or like maybe uh, who you want the next Felix Files to be about, or what topic for the next Felix Files to be about. Sometimes I'll just go. And ask my my friends who listen or anybody from, like, um, the moderators to my besties, which are the moderators and my besties, um, like, just give us ideas because we're always looking yeah. to, you know, as much as the podcast is about, like, us being, like, just friends sitting down, but, like, you're sitting down with us and we want to involve you as much as we can. So send us any kind of suggestion um, that you want, like trivia, like what you think the next trivia should be about. This the rest of this year is already planned, but next year, you know, what are we doing? Stuff like that.
3: Marguerite just had a fun idea of puff oh. pastry box where we can all make something along with Katie. Shut oh, we can all fail together. Yeah, that is
2: a great idea.
3: I won't be alone. <laughs> that, <laughs> gotta is be fun. Stuff that, that is That's fire. I know, and stuff that can easily be sent internationally.
2: I have an idea to run with that, but we will talk about that later. Uh, Who was that? Marguerite, you said? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the idea. We could give you the
3: things and then give you a list, a grocery list. But then, like, give you, like, the items. Okay, anyway. Stop. I have thoughts.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, I have okay. do
3: give away trade secrets. Yes, come
2: on. You doing? Where are we? What are we talking about? Recap? Uh, it's the recap.
1: It's the recap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I hurt my stomach. A little
4: bit? <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, the trio officially a trio again, friends. Officially, three lovely. Young humans who are friends. Finally
3: talking again.
4: Yeah, Ron and Hermione are on speaking terms again. Harry's got that to be happy about. And Jean and... uh, Jean, oh my god. Ginny and Dean may be broken up. Was that a mistake? totally a mistake, (laughs) but it works.
3: (laughs) Wait, what did you say?
4: I called them Jean on accident. (laughs) But it works. (laughs) (laughs) Oh... Gene, uh, no more. Hopefully. And maybe Ron and Lav Lav will also be done so soon. I don't know. He didn't tell her that he got out of the hospital wing. She's a little mad. And we left off with Harry just getting started with another Dumbledore lesson. Harry got a
3: little scolded. He feels shame. shame. <laughs> yeah. Shame, the non-believer.
1: <laughs> What's that from? That sounds like Handmaid's
2: Tale. <laughs> Oh, my
3: God. It's from Charlie the Unicorn. I don't know what that
4: is. (laughs) Tiffany, Candy Mountain.
3: Candy Mountain. Oh, my God. I don't know. Thank you. They are totally freaking kidney. Oh, I totally forgot. It's Shun the Nonbeliever. I literally thought it was shame. I yeah, mean, but that Is was that high. it? Are it those still work? Are that's those? literally? From that's the literally YouTube. it. Yeah, this is from when YouTube not, was like, no. and it's not the, that. the beginning yes, era are. of YouTube. Like, you, you know, back creeps. with like muffins and muffins? shoes. The glass
2: Wait, do you, you not know
3: about ships. muffins or shoes. I know about shith. Yeah, okay. it's Shoot. the same person, and ships. they talk about
2: muffins. I remember bits of glass muffin.
3: Yeah, exactly. Oh.
2: Anyway. Whatever.
3: Showing my age. Are we ready for a summary? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) We get to hear from Hokey Pokey the house elf. Tommy boy (laughs) comes to visit Hepzibah for Borgen and Burke and he's quite the charmer. He even magics flowers. She wants to show him some of her most prized possessions and she gets a bit uneasy and then dies two days after this memory and Hokey takes the fall for Lord V.
4: That was like like I know what happens is sad, but that made it sadder.
3: <laughs> yeah. <you> know, <laughs> I know how I quite... feel
4: about Lord G.
3: I know. <laughs> that was
4: like terrible. That was like like the Campbell's condensed soup of sad.
3: It truly was. it's like, oh, he's a charmer. <laughs> she wants to show him some of her most prized possessions. And Dad. then she gets uneasy and dies. <laughs> And then she's unalive, and
4: she does not make it. And Lord V, oh my gosh, poor Hokey man! Uh Vinny just changed his name to Lord V, and it works because it does, and that's it does really
2: work. I love, I love it. Well done, well done. Ah, Hokey, no more doing the pokey. Okay, (laughs) are you ready? Mm Hmm okay here we go so (laughs) harry asks dumbledore about how he had felt with tom riddle wanting to come back to hogwarts and teach so soon after graduating Hmm. and well to uh, be uh, okay i know i just (laughs) stumbled over my words there but like truthfully so Like, what else are we doing after Hogwarts? You know what I mean? Like, that's really young. Like, 17 is really young. I know it's technically an adult in their world, but I would say the same thing about an 18-year-old, you know, in ours. So, like, do you have to go to more training? Like, what are we doing here? Because I don't think that there's much. Maybe apprenticeships? We don't see anybody like that at Hogwarts, though. I feel like thinking
3: I just I don't know.
2: <laughs> well done. Thank you for conversing <laughs> with me. <Yeah. laughs> I, so like, t- for instance, we see Tonks like shadows. Yeah. Movie. Like, yes. But, but like, that's the only thing that we what really I see. Trying? I like, know that Dumbledore and. um elpheus doge like at the time wizards usually did like a trip around the world and and whatnot and that gains life experience and and what have you but like that seems to be (sighs) gone out of style so to say so like
3: i was gonna say sorry i like remembered what i was gonna say like (laughs) because my mind just went blank you know anyway What the Wizarding World... I mean, there's a lot of things that the Wizarding World lacks. Yeah. Right? But... It is unrealistic for some people to, like, just be done after Year 7 of Hogwarts with, like, learning. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously, yes, there are definitely many professions that one can go into. Mm -hmm. That you can just go into it. But, like... And I know that, like, at the end of Hogwarts, they tailor what you take but also like genuinely and i I mean i hated this even thinking back to like when i was in high school how does one expect a 15 or 16 year old to truly know what they want for the rest of their life it is just mind-boggling and i feel like that is even more of a concern in the wizarding world because there really is a lack of like furthering education in the wizarding world. Like there's definitely like apprenticeship like you said for like becoming an auror. But mm-hmm. like what about becoming a healer? And I mean obviously like we don't know because we don't see it. So there might be and I'm sure that there is, like, that's what would make sense. But, like, it would have been cool to learn about some of that going into, like, any WT classes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Of, like, okay, this is what you're going to do, but, like, these are the next steps. Because, like, that's the kind of stuff that is just so interesting to me. And, like, I think that that's why I like Half-Blood Prince so much, because it is very much just, like, Hogwartsy, Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Like, I wish that we had learned more of that. Like, how do you become a healer? How do you go into law in the wizarding world? How do mm-hmm. you, like, get Arthur's job? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Sorry, Katie, your hand was up for forever. I just it was not blabbing. forever,
4: and it's just one of, it's just a dumb comment. But It's not dumb. Hermione should have become a healer, and then we could have Granger's Anatomy.
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, she could be
4: an intern. She, she could be. and then a resident. Yeah, and then an a attending. Fellow. No fellow. A fellow. I'm sorry. Then an attending. Yep. Maybe chief of surgery. I don't know. Yep.
2: That's a lot of school. Yeah.
3: I don't know. I just think that I think that is something that would have been cool to learn more about. I agree. I, I agree.
4: Cool. And I think it would be cool if they yeah, had like some mentorship for professors at Hogwarts. I think it'd be really neat.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I guess I just like wish that there was more conversations about like what Jess suggested in Discord, like shadowing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what Kim and Mia also said. Like maybe they have more job training, more on the job training or education. Or Mia said, I suppose it seems like the Wizarding World's prerequisites prerequisites for jobs don't function the same way and you just get on the job training slash education yeah. um it's
2: like they throw we you had, in
3: yeah we had to yeah. do shadowing yeah we did do some shadowing in high school you're right it just
2: oh someone's
3: very angry outside i don't know if you can hear them i can't hear still, them. still
4: it's still honking oh oh just done okay okay
3: Jeez. um so yeah i don't know i guess that's true but like again that's just something that i wish that we um had learned more
2: of, yeah. yeah. So, well, that was a lot about my first sentence, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and you thought we
3: weren't gonna converse,
2: and true swish. Well, it looked <laughs> well, a little <laughs> slim pickings there at
3: first. She was like, My P-. mind just went blank. I'm sorry, I was like, I knew what I wanted to say, and then I didn't. I'm not asleep, my mind is alive, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> You're good. So what I said before (laughs) was uh, Harry (laughs) asked Dumbledore about how he felt about Tom Riddle wanting to come back to Hogwarts and teach. So Dumbledore had told him that it made him feel deeply uneasy and he even went as far to tell uh, Professor Dippet or Headmaster Dippet to not take the appointment, but he didn't give Dippet as much detail as he was basically giving Harry right now because Dippet was very fond of Riddle because you know, Tom Riddle was an excellent actor and schmoozer, and nobody really knew the new him. Nope. Schmoozer. The real him. Not the new him. <laughs> what did I say? What did I, I don't I say? know. I don't know what I said.
4: <laughs> okay. Will the real Slim Shady please stand up?
2: Will the real Tom Riddle please stand up? Stand up. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anywho. So, But a lot of the teachers were really fond of Tom Riddle because, you know, he basically had a mask on the entire time. And Dumbledore wanted Voldemort to... um, Go away. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be in a position of power here. No, thank you. And, you know, much like how he kept himself out of a position of power at the Ministry of Magic. And I think he probably... Uh, saw kind of like a gleam of what Grindelwald was in those days in Tom's eye, which probably was terrifying for him because, you know, he knew the everything that went on with Grindelwald and his dream and how his dream was pretty much realized for a long time um, and what he was working towards and how many people, you know, died as a result. And so that probably terrified him. he was like no we do not need you here please leave here nor there or anywhere we do not need
3: you anywhere (laughs) we do not need you at
2: Hogwarts (laughs) we do not need you at the ministry
4: we think you're Bob Shorts Ah!
2: (laughs) wait yes no yes okay I was thinking BA which is not the same (laughs) that's bob's apron this apron. my bad so harry inquired about like what job did tom riddle want and like he didn't already know of course riddle wanted defense against the dark arts position and at the time it was being taught by professor Mm. galatea galatea
4: galatea galatea let me go
2: uh mary thought i'm gonna say your last name (laughs) all i can hear is the actor from six saying that yes right same voice so smooth so professor galetta mary thought was a witch and a professor at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry from around 1895 until her retirement in 1945. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of years. So from some point between the 1920s and the 1940s, she taught Defense Against the Dark Arts. And before her retirement, she worked alongside Albus Dumbledore and Horace Slughorn, her former students after her retirement, Chum Riddle, Another one of her pupils was refused the chance to take her place, and so you know, vengefully jinxed the post so no professor could hold the occupation for longer than a year. I still don't understand how that's possible. How do you jinx a job? Hashtag petty. Like I just don't get it. Still, I what don't know there because she's Lord what V. Is, you know,
4: yeah. Like does he idea. did he
2: like put like a
4: curse on the room that was like? Like the office, in? the yeah.
2: classroom, the quarters, Like where how you do you live. do that? Maybe yeah. you open up your teacher's manual and it's like BAH Curse. <laughs> one year <laughs> <laughs> you die one year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well,
2: I guess you don't die. You just don't teach anymore after one year.
4: You could die. Snape did. No wait.
2: No, no, not not till I mean eventually. Later. Do you True. think he modified that? Well, he did only teach one year, but that was I'm sorry. he committed murder ish. Coral died. Well, that's that's Harry Potter's fault as well.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Boop-wop>. <laughs> I feel like that gif of Emma Watson where she like makes that face. Oh yeah, then, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs>
4: Vinny pulled up the one where she it's actually Tiffany's face I'm waiting for it yes
2: oh yeah (laughs) that's a thing they have that one in there huh Yep. oh geez Louise alright where am I at okay so that's Professor (laughs) Minna thought Kid
3: Sid Kid Sid the Squid said it's kind of intimidating to see Lord V is typing because Vinny
2: changed (laughs) his name in discord to Lord V yeah nobody's saying (laughs) anything wrong (laughs) Voldemort day it's Voldemort day (laughs) okay so quote so Voldemort went off to Borgen and Burks and all the staff who had admired him said what a waste it was that's not that's not nice
0: a brilliant I don't
2: know a brilliant young wizard like that working in a shop However, Voldemort was no mere assistant. Polite and handsome and clever, he was soon given particular jobs of the type that only exist in a place like Borgen and Burke's, which specializes, as you know, Harry, in objects with unusual and powerful properties. Voldemort was sent to persuade people to part with their treasures for sale by partners, and he was, by all accounts, unusually gifted at doing this, and i want to go back to the part where he says which specializes as you know harry in objects with unusual powerful properties did did hagrid tell him about um getting him out of nocturne alley <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure you know what i mean he's like yeah. <laughs> he's like how did you know that harry was over there
3: yeah for sure
2: skulking around nocturne alley dodgy place <laughs>
4: So, yeah. All I got to eat is toenails I Whoa.
2: Cannot I cannot Oh. Okay So now it's story time and we hear from Hokey the house elf who was working for a very Rich witch <laughs> Okay By the name of Hepzibus Smith And into the pensieve We go and he tumbles Into silver I'll do it for you Liquid. Sorry. And <laughs> he is in the living room with an old lady wearing an elaborate ginger <laughs> wig and a brilliant pink set of robes that flowed all the way around her, which made her look like a melting iced cake. And she was getting ready for Tom by looking into a small jeweled mirror and dabbing rouge on her cheeks. And the tiniest, rouge. oldest house elf. Blah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the oldest and tiniest house elf that Harry had ever seen was lacing up Hepzibah's feet into a, a pair of tight satin slippers. Wouldn't you fall? I hope you don't have hardwood floors, lady. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like yeah, it's like an accident actually, waiting to happen. Have grippies on the bottom. Especially, I don't know. You use like
4: a grippy spell,
2: <laughs> dude. When Alana got to like the size of shoes she's wearing now and sock. There's no more grippies. And I got to tell you, it's dangerous out there. And I'm like, (laughs) take your socks off. And you know what else amuses me? They'll put like grippies on like three month old socks. I'm like, who three month old needs grippies? (laughs) Right? Like when they
4: get to the walking age, that's when they need the grippies.
2: What is happening out
4: here? And as they try and navigate life, I need grippies
2: i need grippies but also sometimes i don't want them because i want to do the slide
4: true you know I mean? except oh. Oh, have you ever done that and then you like it's like kind of an older flooring and you get a splinter in your sock
2: oh. mm-hmm. yep the worst yeah. yeah i've had that happen to me the worst, the worst. What, is the worst? what are we talking about slippers okay know. socks grippies so Hepsiba <laughs> is telling hokey to hurry because he's never late It's only a couple of minutes until he arrives. And so Hoki is wearing a crisp linen sheet that was draped over her like a toga. And that to me says that Hoki is a very well taken care of house elf like this. this this is not a Dobby situation. Um, She seems to be cared for and their relationship seems to be. Friendly, I will say that. Yes. Uh, So Hepsibah asks her, like, how do I look? and Hokey tells her that she looks lovely. And I hate this next paragraph. Like, I absolutely hate it. So I'm just going to read it from a quote. Harry could only assume that it was down in Hokey's contract that she must lie through her teeth when asked this question because Hepzibah Smith looked a long way from lovely, in his opinion. Folks, can we not? I like yeah. And I believe that her description is unkind as well and i think i just didn't write it in because i didn't feel like giving it any sort of attention Tis true
4: and it's the, the way yeah
2: the, it's the way the author describes her this. and slughorn mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. like it and umbridge like we can I, I and vernon i understand that this was written at a different time but we need to be doing better
4: right and we need to call these things out so we can do better
2: right
3: the author tends to do this a lot and it's probably I mean in terms of her writing in the Harry Potter books it's one of my it's one of my biggest
2: pet peeves Mm -hmm. so size whether big or small or mediums which we have a range of there's a large spectrum of people in this world your size does not equate your, uh, for lack of a better term, good looks. Mm-hmm. Oh. Also, or value. good looks,
3: mm-hmm. quote, good looks, mm-hmm. are... Um, subjective. Subjective, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. So, like, just because one person doesn't view somebody as attractive doesn't mean that they are unattractive. Yes. It just means someone else.
2: Right. Not attracted to that. And that's right. Yeah. I'm sure there are people out there that don't think Martin O'Malley is hot. But let me tell you, he he (laughs) lights fires on a regular basis.
1: You know what I'm saying?
2: So like... (laughs) let's not, not just you. umbrella people okay <laughs> good oh looks are what yeah. your opinion are on good looks and you don't get to tell anybody that somebody else is unattractive so sit down take several mm-hmm. seats we will see you out okay the doorbell rings and both Hepzibah and hokey jump at the sound oh you're done i'm done, I'm done. <laughs>
3: So Hepsiba says, quick, quick, he's here, Hokey. And Hokey scurries out of the room and the room is described as being so crammed with objects that it was difficult to see how anybody could navigate their way across it without knocking over at least a dozen things. This does make me think a little bit of like hoarders.
2: And she's wearing those slippy socks. What are you doing? Right. Break all your stuff. I'm just saying girlfriend needs grippies on those but you know what we don't know that the grippies aren't there
4: okay that's true okay okay Okay. all right
2: yeah
3: um so yeah i i think that she's meant i i feel i feel like what is meant to get across is that she is somewhat of a hoarder in a sense i mean i'm not saying to the point of like some of those houses on the show where there's like mice and stuff living in the house but you know like she is a very big collector you know what i mean like Uh she's got all the things Mm -hmm. um she likes to boast about all the things correct so it says cabinets full of little lacquered boxes cases full of gold embossed books shelves of orbs and celestial globes and many flourishing potted plants in brass containers kind of reminds me of the room of requirement of it. Hmm. Um and also I want to say that this is hoarding to the level of like like she's hoarding expensive things.
2: She has money.
3: That's correct. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Um this is not garbage that is lying around. This is like stuff like good quality. Oh my god. What? It's not garbage. It's stuff. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) how else to explain it. Whatever. Uh, Whatever. (laughs) This is high quality H2O. High
2: quality
3: stuff. uh, my god. High quality H2O.
2: Oh gosh.
3: Gatorade is better. (laughs) Wow. It really, really Loki returned with a tall young man who Harry immediately recognized as Voldemort, a.k.a. Tom Riddle at this time. Lord V. He was plainly dressed in a black suit. His hair was a little longer than it had been at school and his cheeks were hollowed. But all of this suited him. He looked more handsome than ever. Getting that mullet. Again, subjective. Just saying. True. He bowed and kissed Hepzibah's hand, so he is charming the heck out of her, okay? He magics flowers and offers them to her, and she squeals and already had a vase ready, so clearly this is tradition when he comes and visits, is what I am got from that.
2: That's um, sweet of
3: him. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, so Hokie comes back with a little tray with a tray of little cakes is what I meant to say. I put the little in the wrong spot. Um, And she tells Tom to help himself and Tom says now, wait, hold on now. I want a little. Hapsiba says I know, I want a little tea cake. Like that
2: sounds so good. Let's
3: have a hostess.
2: Where's those fancy cakes? Oh, I cannot
3: wait for the little Christmas trees to come out.
2: What flavor? Are those Mm. vanilla?
3: Yeah. I like vanilla vanilla
2: ones. ones. Are I don't like the chocolate ones. Zebra cakes are all right. Zebra cakes are all right. I yeah, like zebra, zebra cakes. cakes are okay, but oh, like...
4: Oatmeal cream pies. But
2: like the Christmas
3: trees, Katie. I
2: mean,
4: yes, Nancy but I'm just talking cakes. about all the time snacks. Do you
2: know what? you know what beats it all, though? When they come out with the hearts at Valentine's Day time. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are good.
4: Mm-hmm. Nothing says love mm-hmm. like a little Dobby. A Dobby? A little Dobby. Get
3: yeah, it? A little, little Dobby. Dobby. <laughs> I get it. Okay. Thank you, wife, <laughs> for knowing my I'm weirdness. <laughs> because my thing autocorrected to Debbie with Dobby, little Debbie. Oh, yeah. Get with the program, Tiffany. Do you even podcast?
2: The a whole episode, wasn't it?
3: <laughs> yep. So Hapsaba says, now, how are you? You look pale. They overwork you at that shop. I've said it a hundred times. So again, this is us learning. They talk quite often. Okay. I am assuming that he sells and buys from her a lot for Borgen and Burke. Um, and that is how this relationship goes. So his smile was mechanical, a.k.a. he knows how to act here to get what he wants. He comes into Hepzibah's house on a mission, you know, like he knows... um. He knows what he's capable of getting from her by being manipulative. Um, he says to her, Mr. Brooke would like to make an improved offer for the goblin made armor. 500 galleons. He feels it is more than fair.
0: Armor. Armor. <laughs> That's
3: a lot. <sighs> yeah. That's some D&D stuff. Um, so she pouts at this because like he's just trying to get into business and she's like, not so fast. Otherwise... Uh, I'll think that you're only here for the trinkets, you know, so he said, I am ordered here because of them. I am only a poor assistant, madam, who must do as he is told. Mr. Burke wishes me to inquire. So Habsaba waves her little hand in the air and goes, oh, Mr. Burke, phooey. (laughs) I've something to show you that I've never shown. Mr. Burke, can you keep a secret, Tom. Will you promise me you won't tell Mr. Burke I've got it? He'd never let me rest if he knew I'd shown it to you. And I'm not selling, not to Burke, not to anyone, but you, Tom. You'll appreciate it for its history, not how many galleons you can get for it. I'd be glad to see anything Miss Hepzibah shows me, said Voldemort quietly. And Hepzibah gave another girlish giggle. I had Hokey bring it out for me. Hokey, where are you? I want to show Mr. Riddle our finest treasure. In fact, bring both while you're at it. So she calls for Hokie and Hokie comes and says, here, madam. <laughs> and she goes, I think you'll like this, Tom. Oh, if my family knew I was showing you, they can't wait to get their hands on it. And she asks Tom if he knows what it is and offers him to pick it up. So Voldemort stretches out a long fingered hand and lifts the cup by one handle out of its snug silken wrappings. And Harry thought he saw a red gleam in his dark eyes and his expression was greedy. And it was curiously mirrored on Hapsaba's face, except that her tiny eyes were fixed upon Voldemort's handsome features. She's got a little crush. Mm, Crush on Tommy. Uh, so he murmurs a badger Then this was Voldemort. See, I pasted this. I'm dumb. No,
4: you're not dumb. You're not dumb. But you know what? Get your filthy hands off my house's treasure. All right, Lord V, get out of here. You don't deserve to be even looking at that badger. So I like
2: badgers. <laughs>
4: as, I like totals. As
3: <laughs> he just revealed... That is Hufflepuff's cup. Um, it was created by Helga Hufflepuff, one of the four founders of Hogwarts. It's a small golden cup with two finely wrought handles with a badger engraved on the side and a few jewels. The badger is the symbol of Hufflepuff House. And the cup was also the dubious, also has the dubious distinction of being the only object known to have been stolen from a vault at Gringotts. Yes, Tiffany.
2: So the cup actually does have powers. We just don't know what they were. Yes. And now it doesn't because it's destroyed.
3: I'll tell
4: you what it does. If You hold it in your hands. Yeah. You think about the snack you want. Yeah. Boom.
2: Snack it city. Appears. Unending nope. snack.
4: Unending
3: snacks.
2: I was thinking that too. I would love
3: to find out what it did. I know. But.
2: I bet the author has it in uh, her little head there. I'm sure. It won't tell us. Mm-hmm. Also, that voice, Alana, makes me do it when we have tea parties. And it's like literally the worst accent. And so we started watching Rings of Power the other day and I started doing it and I thought I swear to you, I thought Marty was gonna just like kick the TV in
1: because <laughs> I wouldn't oh stop. God.
2: And then he was like, I don't know, he was fixing something, and he's like, I have a method. And I was like, Oh, you have a method, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Get out of the kitchen. <laughs>
3: oh, that's awesome! Oh my Back gosh, you. <laughs> Okay, so can we talk about the fact that the cup is literally never talked about in the Half-Blood Prince movie, and Harry has no idea it's a Horcrux. Am I right here? He knows that, there, that it's meant to be something of Hufflepuff and something of Ravenclaw, but literally does not know what the items are in the film, and that drives me bonkers. Is that right? So, like... I'm pretty sure, because we don't see this <gasps> memory.
4: That's right, because when they go in the vault in the movie, oh yeah, he just know. like knows using it his of the feel. Yeah, he's using like his horcrux buddy, his horcrux spidey, spidey
3: sense. Yeah, Jinx, you owe me a coke. <laughs> Face. <laughs> Mail it down to me, baby. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, Ship me some Coke. Can I buy you a Disney Coke on our next trip?
3: Yes.
0: Okay.
3: <laughs> we so need to keep all, a tally of this. That's we always say that.
2: There's a lot of Disney Cokes.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> um. So yeah, like I am. I'm like 95 percent sure he does not know that it's the cup in the movies but like clearly he does so like I feel like I'm so inundated with the movie stuff just because like they're so much easier to take in faster you know so like I just watched them so often but like
2: I'm so annoyed by that because like so in my mind I'm hearing him say it's a little golden cup with two handles and a badger on it because that's what the book says yeah obviously knows that's it
3: he has no freaking
2: clue. Like why are we doing this? Right. I cannot like All right, move on. I'm not going to talk yeah, about Yeah,
3: I know. I'm sorry. Um so he just senses something and thinks something from Hufflepuff but has no idea the cup itself exists, which seems so silly to leave this out, but what do I know? Um, so while she was putting the cup away, a shadow crossed Voldemort's face as the cup was taken away, and Hepzibah doesn't really notice. But the elf obediently took the boxed cup, and Hepzibah turned her attention to the much flatter box in her lap.
4: Mm. I like how you spelled Hep- Hepzibah's name and that one that, that one time. Listen, Hepaza. Hepaza. Hep-aza. That's a tough name mm-hmm. to type and to say.
3: Yes. Thank you, Mia. Mia confirmed that I am correct. The cup is not mentioned or seen in movie six.
2: I hate that for us.
3: Yep. They were too
4: busy showing the teenage feels and blah, 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 blah. It which is like a, a good
3: movie. movie. I know, I know. Like I, know. I do like the movie, but like they, who said it in here? Uh, Megan <laughs> with an H says the movie did the horcruxes dirty, which is like so true. Uh, Bree
4: said they were too busy with swamp fires, which is also—I mean, true. also
3: accurate.
4: Oh, mm. <laughs> uh, yep.
3: When my mom read these for the first time, what was that? Like last year, right? Yeah, yeah a year or two much. ago. Yeah, two. Oh, she two was years, like, I think. Might have been two. Yeah. yeah. I know that we lived down here. So anyway, she her mind was like blown by the Marauders and the Horcruxes because Mm -hmm. she'd seen all the movies, but like literally didn't understand any of that and was like, oh, my God, there's so much more. I'm like, yes, I know. Mm -hmm. Like (laughs) onion layers more. Okay, so much. Genuinely, my mom and dad both kind of lost interest in the movies after movie three because they just didn't make sense to them. Because like genuinely, I feel like you had to read them to truly understand like what's going on.
4: You have to read them or have a nerd like one of us being like,
3: Okay, so here's what you're missing. Right. And like I would always get so annoyed when my mom would ask me questions during movies, so
2: That's such a sad tweet. <laughs> I feel bad for just like people who only do the movies.
3: And like sometimes that's the type of content that people can only take in. So like the fact Damn. that they did those movies so dirty is just like
2: Well, that's what happens when you take a book and <sighs> you know. Yeah. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash swish. Yeah. Anyway, Katie, I
3: talked about Hufflepuff's cup, so now you get to talk about Slytherin. That's weird. I know.
4: I like it, though. Okay. So then she says, I think you'll like this even more, Tom. She clearly really likes showing her stuff off. She also clearly really likes Tom. Clearly would love to keep... Tom as a treasure too. Tiffany, do your growl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so she
1: tells
4: him, oh, she tells him she thinks that he'll like this next thing more. And Burke knows she has it because she bought it from him. And she knows that he would love to get it back when she's gone.
2: I wonder what, what she paid. Of,
4: mm. Right? A lot she does more. say, like, an arm and a leg. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he
3: bought it from Mirope for what? Like nothing. Yeah.
2: What was it? 10? I I think think it was 10 galleons.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: So inside this fancy little box was a heavy golden locket. So Voldemort doesn't wait this time for an invitation, like with the cup, and he just reaches for it and he says, Slytherin's Mark. And Harry notices like the light play on it, and you can see this very ornate serpentine S, which mm-hmm. I think they did this. Hor- I think they did all the Horcruxes very well, but I particularly like this one.
3: I love the design of the locket mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. I has it. Mm-hmm. I have it too. Yeah, I like that one. The I really collection. want the diadem. Yeah, well, wow, guys, we just buying the... dark artifacts.
2: Well, you know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I we have the cup too. We do the cup.
2: The sword is the most expensive.
3: Is it more than the diadem?
2: I don't know. I don't. They're know. probably those similar. Are,
3: those are the heavy hitters.
2: I want someday my office will have all my little trinkets, like Hepzibah's house, and I'm gonna have the Sword of Gryffindor next to the Master Sword. It's gonna be awesome.
4: Nice. Love that. So, are you going to collect all the Horcruxes? And if you are, are you going to have a cardboard cutout of Harry Potter?
2: Uh, yes to all.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could just like get his glasses. I, I think do that have those already. You, she did. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Never mind. You're on your
3: way.
2: I know. I do need that uh, diadem though. That's a pretty penny.
3: hmm Yeah. And you got the Nagini to signify that one, right? The yeah, statue uh, creature. Yeah,
2: a little in the box. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Tiffany, why he's so cool?
2: I don't
4: know. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes natural. It's, I don't it's know. It's natural. <laughs> <laughs> um, so from the book, he says Slytherin's mark and she says, That's right, said Hepsibah. Oh my God. You got Hepzibah. it. Delighted, apparently, at the sight of Voldemort gazing at her locket transfixed. I had to pay an arm and a leg for it, but I couldn't let it pass. Not a real treasure like that. Had to have it for my collection. Burke bought it, apparently, from a ragged-looking woman who seemed to have stolen it, but had no idea of its true value. So like we said, this is Voldemort's mother. Do you think he knows that at this point in time? Do you think he knows that this person she's describing? Like, does he know how this locket came to be here? I don't know.
2: Uh, Maybe... Wait. Maybe he does since he already killed uh who's it's what's it's no framed him morphine, yeah yeah do i wonder that he told oh her because he told tom that he took off with it here she took off with it and with mm-hmm. the the muggle do you think
3: that he got a job at borgen and burke's to get to hepzibah to get this item.
2: I would uh, yeah, I
1: mean I'm I wouldn't pass him. He it, would yeah. know,
2: he would know who um Burke sold it to. That would be in the records of the shop. Yeah. Now, mm, that's why he's such a charmer with her. But like how did he know that it was even in the shops to begin with?
3: Probably just a hunch, like oh, it's a it's an item that could have gone through a shop like this. Let me check the records, it's, like, worth my time to check, you know?
2: Maybe. Dumbledore mentions that he went to the shop so he could find out objects like that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he might actually say that later at some point. I believe it. Yeah.
4: Okay, moving on. So Harry notes that there's no mistaking as Voldemort's holding this locket that there's this flash of scarlet in his eyes, and- scarlet, scarlet, and he notices that like his knuckles whiten on the chain. So like, ooh, that's yeah.
2: a tight grip. He <laughs> wants
4: he's, it. he's been either waiting to see this or he's just very excited that it's there or both. Both.
2: We call this
1: precious. Mode. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: um so she says that she bets burke paid her paid this ragged looking woman a pittance for it and i had to look that up because i kind of assumed what it meant but i just wanted to know yeah Uh, definition is very small or inadequate amount of money paid to someone as an allowance or wage so yes absolutely true he paid her nothing in comparison to its actual value Um, And she says that this also has all kinds of powers attributed to it. I don't think we find out actually what those are. Wouldn't it be cool if you like put that on, then you could speak Parseltongue. Like not it being a horcrux, just like it having power. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Cool.
3: Does it say at all if we know anything in the wiki? I'm looking, I'm looking it up. Thank you. So she reaches to take it back
4: and Harry thinks for a moment Voldemort's not going to let it go. But he does, and then the locket's put away. And Hepzibah tells him that she's like, well, I hope you enjoyed that. And she finally looks him full in the face for the first time, and her smile kind of slips and falters. And she's like, are you okay? And for Voldemort to be faltering on his control over his usual, like, ease and charm, like, we know he's a natural manipulator... So for him to be shaken even just because he's just so excited to have found this item and like he knows it's going to be his like that's saying something about how momentous of a moment, monumental <clears throat> of a moment this is. <laughs> Shut up, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> it's momentous. A momentous moment. Yeah. Um but so she's like, "Hey, are you okay?" cuz she kind of notices he looks a little deranged, I'm sure.
2: You look murderous. Are you You're, all right?
4: <laughs> you look like you might kill me in two days. I'm a little scared. Really? <laughs> Truly. So she's looking unnerved, and she's like, yeah, maybe it was just the trick of a lo- trick of the light, and she kind of, like, lets it go, and she tells Hokie to lock the treasures up again with their usual enchantments. And we find out later that, like, she really locks this stuff down. I don't blame her, um, because she's mentioned multiple times that, like, her family and other collectors like they're all just waiting for her to croak so they can get her treasures croak. pretty much yeah Um, so Dumbledore tells Harry that's time to leave they return back to, to his office and a little bit from the book Hepzibah Smith died two days after that little scene said Dumbledore Hokey the house elf was convicted by the ministry of poisoning her mistress, mistress's evening cocoa by accident no way said Harry angrily I see we are of one mind, said Dumbledore. Certainly there are many similarities between this death and that of the riddles. In both cases, somebody else took the blame. Someone who had a clear memory of having caused the death. Hoki confessed. So Hoki remembers, apparently, putting something in the cocoa that turned out not to be sugar, but some kind of poison. Um, and it was just concluded that she hadn't meant to do it. She was just old and confused. Oh well. And Harry works out that Voldemort also modified her memory just like he had with Morphin. And also similar to Morphin, the ministry was just like, well, that tracks. We don't yeah, it's, it's track past. Yeah, <laughs> that tracks on brand, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um you know, Morphin is this deranged uh what would you call him? Because he did it like almost squib, but not you know yeah. someone from poverty and here's hoagie who's a house elf so no one looks further into it because in the ministry's eyes them. they don't care yeah. yeah and harry mentions that he has rarely felt more sympathy for uh, spew
3: which good for you harry we should have some sympathy for the little guys um, Mia said, "The Ministry pinning a murder on an inferior species.
4: Cool, mm-hmm. cool, cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's sounds not... like the
2: Ministry to me. Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: not cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Hoki did, like, she did admit to tampering with the drink. She was old. Nobody at the Ministry bothered to look any further. So, by the time that Dumbledore had traced her and managed to get this memory." from her. I wonder how. I wonder how he got a lot of these memories, but you know, we don't know that part. We need like that whole actual life and lies of Albus Dumbledore. Um her life was almost over. That was the same with Morfin, so like there was nothing he could really do to like clear their names. Um but her memory proves nothing more than Voldemort knew of the existence of the cup and the locket. It doesn't mean that he stole them, even though he did. Um, so I'll finish off with just from the book. So Dumbledore talking. By the time Hoki was convicted, Hepzibah's family had realized that two of her greatest treasures were missing. It took them a while to be sure of this, for she had many hiding places, having always guarded her collection most jealously. But before they were sure beyond doubt that the cup and the locket were both gone, the assistant who had worked at and Burks, the young man who had visited Hepzibah so regularly and charmed her so well, had resigned his post and vanished. His superiors had no idea where he had gone. They were as surprised as anyone at his disappearance. And that was the last that was seen or heard of Tom Riddle for a very long time. Mm. I believe when he comes back, like, at least when we see him later, he's, like, almost unrecognizable, right? Because he's, like, doing all these weird things and turning into Voldy bits, pretty much.
2: All I hear is (laughs) Jafar in my head. Being, like, Nick, like I can be. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, okay. Oh, Aladdin.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Did you see that Aladdin and Jasmine and the magic carpet are the icons for the new Disney cruise ship?
2: I didn't see that. No, that's awesome.
3: Yep. The treasure. The treasure. Very yeah, fitting for
1: treasure. this chapter.
3: Um, okay. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning bolt round.
2: Give me questions. Kim
3: asks, "Do you think Voldemort is using magic to charm Hepzibah? The way he acts with her in this memory doesn't seem very charming. I no. think to her it's charming. I think he's laid a lot of groundwork. Yeah, I
2: think. Yeah, I think Katie, I agree with you one hundred percent. And I think that by the time he gets to this, this is like. Obviously, it's the end. This is what he's been working towards. And he finally saw what he wanted. But I don't think that Tom Riddle needed uh, magic to charm people. Yeah. It's just one of those uh, dudes.
3: Um, Vinny says, Lord V cursing the Defense Against the Dark Arts position and the unbreakable vow Snape did were oddly in sync. The defense against the dark arts jinx made sure that Snape would have to leave Hogwarts at the end of the year, and the unbreakable vow requiring that he helps Draco in killing Dumbledore reinforced it. Yeah. Thoughts?
2: No, I mean that's a puzzle piece very well matched up.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to match that
4: in there.
2: (laughs) I don't know if like
3: I don't I don't know I don't know I was I was gonna say do you think that Snape felt okay doing that unbreakable vow because not only did he know that like he would be cursed going into that position or I guess the position is what's cursed not the person right so like yeah. that doesn't make sense never mind
2: because like I mean if we think about it so Quirrell is unalived uh <clears throat>
3: Lockhart is Lock, obliter- or, Lock, Lockhart, yeah, obliterated.
4: well he does that to himself Not obliterated, uh, obviated.
2: <laughs> I didn't even get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, memories
4: are obliterated
2: Like, what happened with Lupin, I mean he was already a werewolf going in and that all was result- like why he left was because of Snape Because he went and, you know, told every single person. Wow, you're a great person. Yeah. Four, obviously, not even the person they said they were. Judy. Five. Terribleness.
3: Oh Judy. So it's like Oh Judy.
2: Those people have unfortunate circumstances already, like going in. Minus. Well, I guess. Lockhart was just a piece of garbage anyway <laughs> <Just> saying <laughs> Oh Lockhart but no like Dumbledore says by happy accident
3: <laughs> yeah
2: aka author's writing
3: um, Addie asks what is the most random thing that you think Hepzibah has stashed in her house Old Werther's <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. I, I love, love Werther's, Werther's. <laughs> I like Werther's too I'm just saying I think that maybe she forgot about them and they're in some gold thing somewhere
3: maybe jelly fruit slices ugh why are we all on candy? it's I don't just know. what old people have in their house hmm magazines yeah mm.
1: which weeklies? <laughs> <laughs>
3: What did you see? The eye wiggle. Ooh, Ooh.
2: Magazines.
4: Mm. Yeah, Megan with H said a uh, 1989 Taylor Swift vinyl, which I thought oh. was funny.
2: Tins of shortbread cookies, but what's actually in the tins? Because it's not sewing the cookies. materials. It's sewing, yep. Stuff. Yep. It's yep. sewing stuff. Yeah, it's always
3: sewing stuff. For sure. Um, I'm just gonna. There's a lot, but I'm just gonna pick one more, just because. We are running a little bit late today. Um, (laughs) Morgan asks, out of all the characters we meet in the memories, who do you have the most sympathy for? Kind of think Hokey. I feel I feel for Hokey because like that's just a clear setup and like Hokey clearly cares a lot about Hepzibah, I think.
2: Yeah. well, the little kids,
3: yeah, in the orphanage.
2: Basically, uh, everybody that was on the receiving end of Tommy's <sighs> terribleness. Yeah, I mean, it's, I do really as cruddy as Morphin was. I mean, obviously, doesn't deserve Ugh.
3: that. I guess it. I guess that it, it does have to be the the orphans. That's so bad. That is so bad. Many people are saying Moropi. Yeah. 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 Very true. I guess the real answer is everybody except Tom. <laughs> <Accurate>. <laughs> oh, not funny. Yeah. Did anybody get to bingo? Mm,
2: I didn't see any.
3: I don't think so. So that means that the house standings, the house cup standings, are. Ravenclaw with five hundred and ninety right now, Hufflepuff has three ninety, Slytherin has three thirty five, and Gryffindor has two forty. And don't forget, these points are going to accumulate all term. You can come and join your house at any time throughout the term to help them out and give them some more points.
2: On Gryffindors, let's go. Man,
3: Ravenclaw's knocking out of the park.
2: (laughs) Seriously.
4: fan story time okay fan story time this fan story comes from Shelby all the way from December of 2018 goodness wow I know
3: that like doesn't feel long ago but it does yeah do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. a whole different world ah oh, man a
4: whole different world mmm mm. Shelby says, Hi, ladies. I've been listening to the podcast for a while now and decided it was time to share my Potter story. It's a bit long. Sorry in advance. Shelby, do not apologize for your words. To start off, I'm Shelby and I'm a proud grave. Oh, my God. I'm a proud Gryffindor Thunderbird. My Patronus is a wolf. So amazing. That is amazing. And my wand is Rowan Wood with unicorn hair, 10 inches and supple flexibility. I started reading the books in fourth grade in an attempt to beat another girl in my grade at AR points. <laughs> AR points was a system our district had where you read a book, take a test, and you earn points. The longer or harder a book is, the more points you get. I totally did that. This is me, Katie speaking, and I would do it to get personal pan pizzas from Pizza Hut. Oh, yeah.
2: I love Book It.
4: Yep.
3: Freaking love Book It.
4: Mm-hmm. Accelerated reader. So, of course, Goblet of Fire was the biggest book out at that point and was worth the most points. I didn't beat her, but it was worth it because I'm still a fan to this day. I had an abusive parent growing up and lucky for me, they had the books. So whenever my world was exploding around me, I got to dive into another world and read about characters who faced the same situations as I did and came out a hero like Harry, Sirius and even Dobby. I also got to read about characters who faced abuse and and manipulation and gave in to the pressure like Draco. I made the decision at age, at the age of nine to not let this environment scar me, to let it make me stronger, more compassionate for others, and to help as many people as I can in my life. I knew one day I would get my sock and become a free elf like Dobby. Mm. I had hope, and I got my wish. My dad got custody of me and my brothers and married a woman who loves us like her own much like molly weasley did for harry i have a big loving family and i'm working towards getting into a police academy here in texas to fulfill my fourth grade promise to myself to make a positive difference in this world all is well this podcast is the best way to start my week and i actually look forward to mondays where i can sit in my cubicle with coffee and listen to the newest episode when i got older i felt slightly embarrassed about my love for harry potter and since my friends weren't into it i felt like i needed to let it go and put that part of my childhood behind me, but I never could. The group has taught me to not be ashamed and see how much this fandom has helped other people through difficult periods, and I can relate to so many of you. This world the author created helped me through the most chaotic part of my life and gave me an escape I desperately needed, and now it's a reminder that I can make it through anything and to cherish the people in my life now. Without characters to learn from and look up to, I doubt I would have become the person I am today. Keep up the wonderful work, ladies. You are awesome. Shelby, you are awesome. Yeah, you
2: are awesome. Thank you. Seriously, so much for your story.
4: Yeah. Um, I am sorry that that happened to you at all. No one deserves that, and I am so glad that you have what seems like an amazing support system. I love Mm -hmm. that you draw so many connections to yourself to the series, and like, Mm -hmm. it's so true that you. All it takes is one character where you're like, whoa. Like, I see myself there, mm-hmm. and just that little bit of strength can get you through anything. So, thank you. I'm I'm glad it was there for you, and is there for you, and that you're a part of our community. Yes. Who wants a lay joke? Me. Did you pick one Always. ahead of time? I picked one about... Five minutes ago <laughs> so yes the answer is yes technically yes before this moment all right nearly headless nick nearly lost his head it was a terrible accident <laughs>
2: oh,
3: <laughs> oh <Katie>. <laughs> 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 good times Make sure that you follow your hosts on social media if you would like to. No pressure, but, you know, here we are. Myself and Katie are on Instagram at TikTok at The Petrus Family, and Tiffany is on Instagram and TikTok at Swish underscore
1: <laughs> Hi, friends. It's me. I guess technically it has been a super long time since you've heard me because I was just on for um, uh, the cat thing. Kent, yeah. yeah.
4: Oh, that's right. And that wasn't on the Discord. Correct.
3: True.
1: But um, I wanted to be the one to, like, come on and, like, let everyone know, like, what my future is. Well, not really, but kind of. Are you a seer, Sarah? I (laughs) am (laughs) not. But um, I, like, came to a decision, and after however many years we've been doing this, I um, am not going to be podcasting anymore. And I wanted you guys to hear it from me and not anybody else that I've decided to, that I've come to that conclusion. Um, But it's been a good run. I have enjoyed doing it. I love meeting everyone. Um, It's just, it's time for me to essentially put down my proverbial mic. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds really funny. Um, And just be done for a while. So you're in good hands they'll continue talking about Harry Potter and you'll enjoy it. Um, but thank you for the, I don't know how many years have we been doing this five years almost yeah. or over five years. Five five, yeah, five. five years. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a good time. I've had a lot of good laughs, um, <laughs> and I appreciate everybody. So, Don't stop listening to them just because I'm not on. I know I'm the best part of it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, But you'll you'll be in good hands and they'll still talk about all the things that you love. So yes, I just wanted everyone to hear it from me and not from someone else um, that I won't be be here anymore. But I still love y'all. So don't forget that.
2: Well, Sarah, you're
1: always a part
4: of Swish. Yeah.
2: It's It's still the four of us. You're just. I'm going to get like a cutout and I'll just keep you here and I'll just say Sarah things like that's Bob (laughs) shorts. But honestly, like uh, your mic is always on for
1: us. Hopefully not, because that's scary of the things that I say. they're not really (laughs) tiffany approved harry potter talk so
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's okay we can we can edit some stuff out (laughs) no but you're always you know pop in you ever feel like having a fun night with us and we love you you. yes
1: we love you Thanks. Uh,
2: can Can Florence say bye? I don't
1: know. I do, before I go, I do want to say, because we just went on that trip, that it was a really, really good trip, and I enjoyed meeting everybody um, that we met. It was a really good time. And thanks to, especially the people in Vancouver, because I was on a, not a manhunt.
3: I said that, too, earlier. um, I was like, I was determined
1: first to go to Indigo, the bookstore, and then also um one of our listeners who owns uh like a small business in in toronto i believe which we talked about on here and i know i've talked about it on my own personal instagram fran collective hopefully i'm saying that right her stuff's now like in well of course me being from ohio i was like we have to go to hudson's bay they're like the bay and i was like i don't know it's called hudson's they're like it's called the bay i was like cool (laughs) So I literally like we went there and of course the escalators broken. And so like we had to go on like, a hunt for these, but we finally found them and I was very excited. I haven't posted it to my Instagram story yet, but I will. Um, but so thank you to everybody that I met. We had a great time. Thanks for spending hours in a bookstore with me. <laughs> Collectively, I think in the Tree meetups, we spent five hours in a bookstore. Yeah, it doesn't it's not the worst time to worst way to spend my time.
2: Five so. hours,
1: very true. Jeez. Five hours,
3: that's a lot. Of we hours. hung out in those bookstores for a long time. Yeah, it yeah.
1: was a good time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: because we did city lights in San Fran, mm-hmm. the Elliott Bay one. Oh, I didn't even uh, count San
1: Francisco, so six hours. Yeah.
3: Right. <laughs> to, yeah the elliott bay one in seattle and then like yeah we went to indigo in vancouver yeah
1: so so. six plus hours in bookstores with our listeners which was pretty cool that's awesome it was super fun yeah um i don't know like if florence will come out you know her she like it makes me sound crazy but like she has her own
2: (laughs) if she's feeling (laughs) (laughs) it will Chariot come say goodbye to florence
1: well you never know Harriet, Harriet, what are the names you know Uh, Lawrence I'll miss you (laughs) you always knew that I thought Harry Potter was garbage and I was just waiting for the day that Sarah was going to say after all of (laughs) y'all (laughs) <laughs> and say this podcast truly is garbage all right and i'm just done and i'm leaving <laughs> good boy what if that was like my real thought <laughs> <laughs> i hate everything <laughs> it's the worst uh, secretly i'm never talking uh, to any of them again uh, i'm just gonna pass notes to alana through marty james can't oh, read what? yet not that alana can't either but <laughs> <laughs> oh my he just gosh. gives me strange looks yes At least Alana will laugh with me.
2: This is the person you chose as my godmother. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
1: I'm
2: sorry, James. I really am. Oh, my God. What am I looking at?
4: Vinny, that is atrocious.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's us.
1: Oh sweet lord! It
3: took me a really long time to realize that that was actually oh my god! Oh, all the good ones, all the good ones! Oh my goodness!
2: Well, now what? <laughs> I feel like this is the mm. end of Finding Nemo, and we're just sitting in the water in our baggies. <laughs> like,
1: oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> oh my well, god!
2: What now? Uh.
1: Somewhere.
2: Uh, Under the sea. That's not not how the song goes, (laughs) Tiffany. Oh, not under the sea. What the heck?
3: Correct. What are the words? Um, Yeah, Mia says we could all still do a What Are You Up To to finish it off? Me
1: not podcasting. Oh, my God. (laughs) Free
2: time oh what do i do i start okay lots of big news in my life we finally have a title and a date for the sequel to breath (laughs) of the wild did i cry yes am i ashamed myself no okay (laughs) i'm so freaking excited tears of the kingdom uh, i believe it's may 23rd don't talk to me for a week because i will not I will not talk to you. I I'm going to be- get
1: the game before you and I'm going to finish it before you. And I'm going to spoil everything.
2: I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 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 so excited. So excited. Um, it's are you May so 12th. Excited? Tiffany,
3: you got it wrong. Is it? Yeah, I I know that it was before my birthday. I
2: thought it said the 23rd.
3: Vinny said it's May 12th. What's
2: the 23rd? What did I see The today? year.
3: 23. 2023. Maybe that's what I saw.
2: <laughs> I'm fine.
1: Even God better. Going comes wild. out
2: sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Truly mumbering. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm still working my way through uh, Wings and Ruin, which I... Oh, what's that? Uh, It's a little smutty <laughs> fay book. And... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> No, I love all the things. I'm highlighting a lot of things. It's making me really excited. You highlight your
1: books? Tisk tisk.
2: It's a Kindle book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making fun of you. We all know I write in mine, so. Uh, you do. And not all of them. Only certain copies. That's true.
2: Sarah lovingly gave me her extra. Of I
1: wouldn't say lovingly. I made you pay me for it, yeah, <laughs> but it
2: was in lovingness that you gave it to me. Yeah. Uh, Silver flames, uh, paperback, which it's very pretty. I'm excited to have that. I also started Salem's lot. So I've been through a smidge of that. Uh, it's pretty good. I also started watching a lot of things on Netflix. I, can you tell I have anxiety? I'm ADHD been bouncing around of things undiagnosed but like I can't focus on anything I started the devil is in Ohio I started the crown I started another like documentary about um, basically this NBA rough cheating and betting on games and rigging games Uh, have you ever watched uh, the crown before? no or is this a
3: first time? I
1: don't want to spoil anything for you but they're both dead. Oh. <laughs> the <laughs> crown really
3: is very good. I, I, I really, really like enjoy it, it so
2: far. Like I really yeah. like it so far.
1: What's the Devil in Ohio thing? Is that a it's, documentary? My mom started a, watching no, that today. It's
2: not a documentary. It's like a spooky. Who's in it? Who's the, the main chick from Bones?
3: It's Zoe Deschanel's sister.
1: Okay. Is
3: the uh, girl? Emily Deschanel? Mm-hmm. I didn't She's know. She's from Bones. Bones. Yeah. Yeah, they're
1: sisters. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a newer show. Yeah.
2: Your mom actually watched it. I didn't already. know that
1: they had a show by my family. No, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> it's really funny because like <laughs> in the first episode, they they go real hard Ohio and they're like browser playing on sunday i'm applying to ohio state and i'm like yeah ohio the devil oh (laughs) it's awkward anyways i'm um i think i'm done that's it that's all you've got going on i don't don't even know anything that i really (laughs) said other than zelda no i'm kidding that was a lot
1: (laughs) (laughs) what there was a lot, Tiffany. You should have stopped talking no. five minutes ago. <laughs> That's, That's not talk. what I meant. <laughs> I just want you all to know that when Megan's with Katie, she truly feels alone. Oh my god! I heard about <laughs> this. Oh my god! I heard about this.
3: Oh, <laughs> Meg, now you have to tell a story. It'll
1: never not be funny. It'll never no. not be funny. No.
3: We were talking. Okay, so we had lots of driving days on our trip across the Pacific Northwest, and we were just chit chatting. And Sarah said something like, "Uh, I can't believe that you're like never alone. No, I didn't say it like that. that I said, I think
1: (laughs) I was saying, like, I just need. Like I'm the type of person like I need some alone time. Like I cannot be with people like 24 seven. And <laughs> Megan was like, "Well, I'm always like Katie and I are always together." And I must have said something. And then her response was, <laughs> I, "I Katie was the one that repeated said, it the best way <laughs> of how it tr- said, Megan truly said it.
4: She said it like like she had like this sweet tone in her voice. of yeah. what I was trying she to was say like, that's why be, she's like, but like when when we're together. I do feel alone.
1: <laughs> and when I tell you, I almost had to stop the car. I was laughing so hard, I was crying. I'm not exaggerating. We're but in I the middle of that, like, nowhere, winding I roads.
3: Meant that, like, I meant like we live. Like I feel like you don't like whenever you find that somebody and you can have that just like comfortable silence. <laughs> that's what i meant there was like literally a silence
4: and then we were dying oh
2: laughing. i God. love when we get in those slap happy moods like when you told oh, that yeah. guy at disney like does this nice man know that i don't live here I, like and we couldn't stop laughing about it those are some of my favorites Even
3: sarah also got to witness me this week literally yell on the phone at the lady at my apartment complex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was good times.
4: It it really a good time. There's a lot yell. of things You're I just...
1: unfortunately wist- witnessed um, that I won't repeat.
4: Oh, my
1: God. I'll never be the same again. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so,
3: yeah, we good went times. on our trip. It was a great time. We talked about it at the beginning of the episode, but I bought a lot of books. I'm super excited to read. I After I'm done after we're done with this, I want I want to finish by the book tonight. Do you think I can do it? I don't know. We'll see. How much what time? Book? The book. By the book. Oh. Uh-huh. It's like a Beauty and the Beast spin-off. It's cute. I really like it, but... How many pages anyway, is it? Anyway. It's not that many. Uh, I don't know. I didn't look, but it's... I've read bigger books in a day, so I should be able to read half of this. I've got, like, half left. I should be able to. So... Anyway Yeah I also got three more books in the mail today So what the I
1: can't laugh at you I got three in the mail yesterday or Sunday when I came home Like there were three waiting for me uh,
2: Plus I me bought another
1: one yesterday
2: what's, you, what's the total?
1: Of books I bought from the, bought, like, from the trip gone,
2: Yes both of you
1: Wait are we counting the ones All the ones that I got in the mail be, While I was gone were all pre-ordered I don't think no, those should count
2: No those don't count
3: Okay, well, so we're mine.
2: Okay,
1: well, That's fine. Mean, I agree they you, shouldn't count if, you're, if you pre ordered them. Give me your them, total
2: from the trip.
3: I honestly, I don't know yet, but I will tell you whenever I count them.
1: Well, then I will hold off my count until Megan says because she'll make sure that it's less than mine. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely bought more. A 100%. I had but to bring some of those, those books home. You don't even them.
2: know the number?
1: No. I counted how many books I bought. And three of the ones I bought were not for me. Sarah,
2: text me. I
3: bought seven books at Powell's. Okay. That's a lot of books. Well, one of them was mine. But one of them was Katie's and two of them were gifts. And one of them was like a collector's edition of Harry Potter. So like, does that count? Yes, it still counts. (laughs) (laughs) What? But like, do the gift books count? Yes.
1: it's up to you you let me know <laughs> oh, I personally bought three books for other people
3: I think that that's pretty much about what I did I got my dad one I got my mom one and I got well I got Tiffany one and Alana and James one so. and Evie oh and I got Evie a book so if we count those we're already up to 12 alright
2: hurry it up
3: <laughs> tell me what else I'm done Katie go ahead oh
4: i'm in love with the pacific northwest i really am
1: literally literally you almost sounded like buddy the elf i'm in love and i'm love and i don't care who knows it <laughs> <laughs> that's so way literally katie I, we were in were we in washington or yeah. vancouver or something and megan's like you're sending me apartment listings
3: <laughs> yeah, she, she like she was on Zillow so much on that trip, just like sending me. She's like, Look at this one. Look at this one. <laughs> oh and God. then I was texting my other friend who, like, he had friends who lived out in Portland for a long time. And I texted him and was like, Why did they leave? And he's like, You think the cost of living in Florida is bad? Just look at Portland. And I was like, Yeah, I did. It's like the same, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, yeah. So.
4: Um. It was like just some of the views we saw were literally like tear-inducing. It was like, just beautiful, and I just can't. I have not ever breathed that much straight oxygen in my life. I don't Except think. Except
3: whenever there were fires,
4: right? But like when we <laughs> were going through, like, um, what was that? What was it called? <sighs> oh, wasn't it like Crescent
1: Lake? Yeah. I think it's called Olympia Crescent Lake Park. And... Oh, yeah, yeah, Baltimore yeah. Park. That
4: too. Like, oh, oh my, my God. I
1: literally was like crying almost. It was so beautiful. And like the thing is, like those pictures cannot do it justice. No, nope. I know. Like, oh, not at God, all. It was beautiful.
4: Like I rem- I was like, do you guys mind if I roll on the windows? Because like I need to smell outside. And they were like, OK. And then like the rest of the trip, we were like, we're riding with our windows down as long as we could until it got cold. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, which wasn't very often because it was a really uh, uh, hot trip actually, mm. but yeah, it was amazing. I love it, Portland for life, man. Um, other than that, I'm still running, just running and running. Call me Forrest Gump.
2: So I kept running.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> think I'll go
2: home now.
1: <laughs>
4: yep. That's pretty much it. I can't think of anything. I haven't finished Oh, I started a new Christina Lauren book. I'm reading Love and Other Words. Couldn't you
2: be reading something else? Like Throne I of
4: Glass A Little Break. Okay. No. It's
1: Sometimes you need a palate cleanser from fantasy.
3: It's so intimidating. I had to do that throughout Throne of Glass. Just I would Throne like of Glass read is like one. a thousand books long yeah oh yeah there was a new Christina Lauren announcement today I'm so excited for fizzy's book Woo! I can be excited about this because I read comes it out on my
2: birthday!
3: so excited anyway
4: anyway that's it Sarah what are you doing
1: uh what am I doing um I guess I also am reading the trip was a really good time I did buy some books um then I'm excited to like read How a many? lot of them. A lot of them are nonfiction. You, I will tell you, I will tell you right now because I know that you bought more than me. Cause you said with all of the books that you bought at Powell's and the ones you got for gifts, you bought 12, I bought 12 and three of those were gifts. So I have nine coming back into my homestead that will be on my shelves. Uh, so yeah. Um, not really what I bought. I bought some uh, some like heavy nonfiction ones, um, really about like women and gender studies kinds of things ish, uh, and then some like YA like first books of like series that I want to start reading. Um, but like like I said, meeting everyone was really fun. Driving was really fun. Um, Canceling our flight was like the best decision ever. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't have to sit in an aisle seat. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or just like sit in an airport instead yeah, of like yeah. taking no. beautiful views of oregon yeah
1: it was it was beautiful, and had I like really thought about it like we could have totally driven the entire coast, but we didn't yeah, so. um, it's okay. I literally <laughs> read to Megan and Katie in the car. I'm not
4: surprised. <laughs> It was uh, a good time. I got it helped me stay awake. Yeah. I got invested. You and know?
1: then I like I I read to them in the car, and then continued to read them. So they don't they'll have to like get the books themselves. <laughs> I don't even remember what they were called. Um, Puck boy, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they were happy. They were like hockey romances. Yeah, okay. It was actually, <laughs> it, it was funny. actually really good. They I were good. It. They were good books. They're um, like MM romances, and they're like very low angst, which I can appreciate. And like a nice, there's not a lot of drama that happens. Um, the first one was egotistical puck boy. Okay, and it's about. <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Is that like that one is like enemies to lovers kinds of thing? And then the second one is best friend like friends to lovers. Um which were both really good. And that one's called Irresponsible Puck Boy. So I read that. Um I read some other very spicy reads that I won't say on here because they're not suitable for children. Um but literally but all Puck I've been doing is? is reading and working. <laughs> I've read seventy six books this year so far
2: good for you
1: Yeah, I'm in the middle of one that's like woo. and I probably gotta since I got my paperback of silver flames reread that again <laughs> which would be my second reread of the year of that book
2: welcome to me and seven baby yeah <laughs> I just love Cassian a lot I'm still um, I'm listening to seven again how many times have I listened to it this year This has got to be my third it's a comfort read I get it
4: you should read it seven
1: times every year <laughs> yeah it's a lot. you probably could probably, <laughs> but any hoosies. my DMs are always open if you have book recommendations. I have an endless t b r but I'm, there's always room, just like there's like a second stomach for dessert. there's a second t b r just endless. get it the limit does it. not exist
4: yeah <laughs> so true. oh my goodness,
1: but literally I can't think of anything else I'm doing i got a, I got a new tattoo in uh San Francisco.
2: Very proud of That's myself. really cool. Yeah.
1: Thanks. I went all by myself. I was very anxious, but I did it.
2: I'm very proud of you.
1: That's a big deal. Thanks. For real. It's a huge I deal. I literally was sexy. I'm like, I don't want to go. She's like, just go. And then I did. And it didn't hurt at all. Which is bad in the sense that now I just want more. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was geared up because the internet was like, it really hurts in that spot. It's like right above my like elbow crease, like on my inner arm, so like lower bicep. Um, and the internet's like, that's really painful. I'm like, I should just believe, but not believe anything the internet says. Cause yeah, half the time the literally. internet says like, this book's really spicy and it's not, it's like fade to black, you know? So I just got to stop believing the internet.
2: Yeah. you Genuinely don't believe the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Well, this one's for you, Sasa. This one's for thanks. you.
4: It is. For Sasa.
2: For Sasa. Hmm. Should we
1: pour one out?
4: <laughs> oh my god. I'm
1: not dying. <laughs> Today at least.
2: You're dead to me. All right. That concludes this <laughs> <today's> <laughs> episode. Thank you so much for listening. And don't let the muggles get you down.
1: <gasps> Amazing. Just my voice. I'm
2: <laughs> just kidding. You're not dead to me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs>
4: Jenny said sips for sadness. What What do house ghosts like to chew? Boobble gum. But that's one oh, that's cute. Boobble gum. <laughs> <laughs> gum. Since we I mean, gum. we're in spooky season.
1: I clicked on click.
4: Stephanie's like, yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: yeah, In it, I know. In it.
4: <laughs> You're going to like the way you look, I guarantee it. Shot your freaking face. <laughs> Every time I hear I guarantee it, I think of Men's Warehouse. Oh my God. I
2: guarantee it. Spice wishers.